0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable radio talk, radio. Show. talk show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that ever tricking you to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 15th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, and absolutely, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. And man, have we got a barn burner broadcast for you today. As you can tell I'm on a phone line doing the best I can with that. Uh, sometimes when we go to these different places, the hotels or uh, whatever you want to say, they just don't have good enough internet sometimes. So sometimes I bring my equipment uh, so that I'm in studio, quality audio. Sometimes I just say, hey, let's just do the best we can. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We had so many news stories. I got a rifle through this. We had our guest on, Brian Russ, doing a good job talking about honest money, constitutional currency, and the importance of getting a little bit at a time over time makes the biggest difference in the world for you and your stability and your portfolio when it comes to finance. We talked about America's busiest ports are shifting to 24-7 service. The Biden administration mandating this to try to deal with the problem with all the backlog of goods in the supply chain fiasco. We talked about the supply chain disruptions. Walmart, UPS, FedEx being asked to increase their output and work around the clock to remedy the problems. Some are saying your kids are going to cry for Christmas. They won't even get products. Uh, electricity shortages in China. Mean empty shelves are coming to the United States, TheBlaze.com. Walgreens, believe it or not, announced the closure of five stores in San Francisco. They say that organized crime and shop shoplifting is too big of a problem. They just flat out had to close the stores down. Boeing to employees get vaccinated by December the 8th company is expecting massive pushback from the people saying we're going to quit we're not going to take the vaccine just like the airlines are experiencing just like the air traffic controllers are experiencing just like hospitals and frontline responders are experiencing what a disaster ladies and gentlemen southwest airlines continues to cancel flights because their pilots do not want to take the vax southwest claiming that's not true however what happens when pilots speak out and say it is true who do you believe the southwest corporate in bed with big government, in bed with the traffic controllers, or do you believe the pilots that are saying, I don't want to take your vaccinated uh, jab. I don't want to do it. New California law, believe it or not, will ban sale of gas power motors. They're saying these small engines just got to go. They're an environmental fiasco. Internet shutdowns, ladies and gentlemen. The new authoritarian weapon of choice. Some 850-plus blackouts have been documented, documented over the last decades in countries around the world, and 80% of that's been in the last five years. We also say let your senators know how you feel about requiring teenage girls to register for the draft. It's a disaster, to say the least. Jason Aldean's wife doing a great job. She's saying screw the haters, as she encouraged others to speak out and stand up, and her husband, Jason Aldean, backing her in her quest. Now, I'm not really for screw the haters, because I think we will to be a little more civil than that, But I get her point, and she's been taking a beating because she doesn't stand with Joe Biden. Second hour of the broadcast, Liberty Conference 2021, WeCanAct.net. Ladies and gentlemen, get your ticket today. Liberty is the discount code. If you put it in, you get 50 bucks off your ticket, WeCanAct.net. We also uh, interviewed C.L. Bryant, founder of One Nation Back to God. He's with the... Freedom Works Group does a great job. He's also syndicated on LovingLiberty.net, one of the co-hosts there. Anyway, C.L. Bryant traveling the country, telling the tale of liberty, coming to Utah twice, once for Freedom Act Conference, or the Weekend Act Conference, and then once again uh, for the Eagle Forum. Doing a great job. C.L. Bryant. We also talked about Mr. Bryant's also an author. A race for freedom is his book. There you have it. We also talked about the Department of Justice loses huge in the Capitol rioter case, drops felony charge against alleged Capitol rioter that never even entered the Capitol. Ladies and gentlemen, he, bled, he f- pled guilty to a misdemeanor, uh, and then they said, hey, we'll give you this misdemeanor. Instead of six years, you'll have six months, and you got to sit down and talk with government authorities and try to rat out everybody you know. So that's the latest in the fiasco on January 6th. They're lying about it, and they're just begging to try to find somebody that can give them Uh, something that they can go ahead and abuse everyone else with. Their insurrection lies have been exposed. This story is one of the latest to prove the point. Why the left can't let go of January 6th, writes Patrick J. Buchanan, doing a great job. He says, you know what, pretend terrorism is the only prayer that the Democrats have in 22. I agree with his point, except for it's not a Republican-Democrat battle. It's a we against the deep state battle. Uh, But other than that, his point is spot on. We also talked about a news flash, ladies and gentlemen, America's ruling current elites, including not only the Biden-Harris administration, but all the deep staters, Democratic Party, big tech media, the deep state, academia, and more. Uh, They are gaslighting Americans every single day, and we've got to stop it. The new media taking center stage, folks. Did you hear about this Oakville, Ontario, Canada? bans the unvaccinated from getting married if you can't prove your shots you can't even get a marriage license in that town wow we also talked about a revolving door keeps tax policy on clients side it's a big old expose breaking down how the revolving door between big corporate uh, accounting firms and your government tax writing insider policies are nothing but a revolving door Uh, employee A leaves big accounting firm, works for the government for two or three years, writes tax law, then comes back to the firm they left as a hero, doubling, tripling their salaries. Often they become partner at that point and a whole lot more. The revolving door exposes what's happening in our tax code. What a disaster. Rewarding specific corporations and punishing the rest of us. Business Insider Reports. Most people with COVID-19 in the United States are legally prevented from knowing which variant of the COVID-19 infected them. Why? That's because sequencing tests have to be federally approved, or you can't let the doctor and or the patient know what variant. Well, the problem is the sequencing tests, well, they're too expensive and time-consuming to get approved, so they've all just kind of ignored that. Therefore, you can't even know what variant of the covid You have. Then they run around and tell you 90% of the cases are the Delta variant. How do they know that? Well, the answer is they can tell you general information, just not specific information, for that would be illegal. All right, we talked about a $29 billion deal to link Mexico, the United States, and Canada via rail. It's a disaster. It's been going on for quite a while, but it's continuing to take steps behind the scenes if you were not aware. We also talked about the White House Secretary Jen Psaki admitted on Tuesday that the Biden administration is working on a globalist plan called the Great Reset. Yep, there you have it. More and more evidence to what we've been saying has been true all along. And that's a recap of the hard-hitting News Network Reviews to Use broadcast that took place yesterday. Still available at LovingLiberty.net and LibertyRoundTable.com. By the way, on LovingLiberty.net, you can download the phone apps. They've got an Android app and an iPhone app. They're free, but you can listen to live and on demand band radio via the app. You can follow the Twitter feed and keep up on the news headlines. We tweet and a whole lot more. LovingLiberty.net, spread the word. LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com, donate liberally. Every penny will be used to promote our efforts in the media i got a day job to support my family. I'm not begging for your money to support me, but I'm telling you, media, radio, now TV, we do every Tuesday on Friday on TV. It's expensive stuff, folks, and every penny you give us will be used to help further the cause and tell the tale of liberty. All right, without further ado, hard-hitting news that we refuse to use today starts now. Chris Carlson with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir.
2: Thank you, Sam. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we do need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir.
1: Welcome to the broadcast, my brother. Now, listen, when Chris emails me, he emails me notes of things he wants to talk about. He says, hey, I think these topics are good. What do you think? And we have a dialogue back and forth, usually. Today, I've been out of town, and so it's been a little bit tougher than normal. But he gives me about three or four topics that I think are brilliant discussion points. Uh, And then at the end of it, he says, and then I wrote this little allegory, and he puts that last. Well, Chris, what I did is I took your allegory and I put it first. Why? Because it's so good. And why? Because it sets the stage, I think, for the whole (laughs) discussion and problems that we're facing in America today. You know, folks, it's hard to really get your arms around uh, what's happening. Everything is so deceptive. Everything is so confusing. Everything just seems to be, I mean, you don't know what's up. People who you thought were your friends are not. People who you thought you didn't know or that you didn't like turn out to be your friends. and uh, People who you trusted turned out to be saying and doing things that just make you go, hmm, what the heck are they doing? To the point where it's a mixed up world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and in the last days, even the very elect will be deceived, as the scripture kind of calls it out. Every scripture writes of our day, these are the last days. every thing points to this great winding up scene. Some say the Constitution will be hanging by a thread. Um, you know others say, hey, have no fear, have faith, God's in charge And you know a lot of those things are all true, but how do you ferret through this stuff? How do you get your handle on it? How do you really understand what's coming and what you need to do about it? And I'll, I'll give you some answers. Prayer is one of your greatest, Guide hosts. If you pray hard, God can give you wisdom through revelation. And that wisdom can help you fare at these tough times. But you know what? On your radio, so can Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman on Liberty Roundtable Live. The allegory of the diamond nickel coming up in seconds. Chris wrote it, and you'll hear it on your radio. All right, back with you live ladies and gentlemen, Chris Carlson on your radio and he wrote an allegory and I thought it was so important I put it first in the list because it sets the stage for the whole discussion today, the allegory of the diamond and the nickel, Chris Carlson. Chris?
2: Yes, sir. Here we go. So Jimmy had a little brother named Johnny. Jimmy thought that Johnny was quite naive. When Jimmy was out with his friends, his little brother would sometimes tag along. Jimmy would always play a trick on Little Johnny by presenting two coins to him, a nickel and a dime, and tell him that he could have either the one or the other. When Little Johnny chose the nickel, as he always did, his older brother would snicker and explain to his friends that the only reason Johnny chose the nickel is because it was larger than the dime and he naively thought that because it was larger it must be worth more. One time one of Jimmy's friends took Little Johnny aside and explained to him that even though the nickel was larger than the dime, it was in fact worth less and encouraged Johnny to take the dime instead. But Johnny explained to Jimmy's friends friend that he had always knew that the dime was worth more, but still chose to take the nickel. And this is a quote from Johnny. I have I have a whole biggie, excuse me, I have a whole piggy bank full of nickels, and it grows larger by the week. The day I start taking dimes is the day I stop getting free money. And that's the way the American people are today, Sam. We think that just because we're not losing money as fast, that somehow we're gaining ground, and we're not. We're losing ground, and that's characteristic of this last administration. It's certainly characteristic of our present administration. Anybody will admit that, including Democrats. <laughs> but anyway, if, if we don't learn the lesson that uh, little Johnny learned in this allegory as the American people We're going to continue to lose ground, and we're going to accept losing ground at a slower rate, you know, even if we do replace Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the future, or our own uh, individual representatives.
1: Well, and you ask a very wise question at the very end, Chris.
2: Yes. In America today, who represents Jimmy and who represents Johnny? And I think I articulated that quite well. Americans represent Jimmy. Jimmy thinks he's getting away with a trick against his little brother when, in fact, his little brother is kifing nickels on him from him every day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's, he's losing money that way, but he doesn't recognize that the trick is really on him, not on his little brother. And, his little Jimmy, brother is, is and Jimmy,
1: like the American people, Chris, think they have it going on, think it's all squared away and good. But yet, Johnny, the deep state says, "Yeah, you know what? We could push harder, but we're doing quite fine, right?
2: yep." And that's why that's why somebody, everybody's, and we'll probably see a Donald Trump run for president in twenty twenty four, and we'll probably see a huge, huge political groundswell in favor of him. And I don't know why, Sam. In
1: fact, in fact, you're going to see a lot of people that rejected Trump the first time now that they've seen how a slide left it can go. And they're going to come yes. back and say, oh, we've got to have Donald. He's the only sane solution uh, on the table. The Hegelian dialectic works and is executed yeah. to a T, sir.
2: Yeah, and I predict that. And I, In fact, I predicted this last um, uh, four years with Donald Trump. I predicted that they were going to sabotage his presidency, which they did. They didn't sabotage it as much as I thought they would, but if he ever gets into office again, Sam, It's not going to be nearly as kind and benevolent as how they treated him last time. It's going to be. Yeah, and I don't know.
1: I still don't know this, Chris. I don't know if they suckered him and they, you know, seized his presidency or if he's part of it. I just don't know. You know, we want to believe that Trump's an ambivalent guy, meaning to do well, certainly a flawed guy, but really cares about his country. And, you know, I pray that's true. And I get inklings that that is the case. The deep state is just sabotaging the Donald. But that's also the Hegelian dialectic, if you're not careful, where you think your guy's the good guy and, man, he's just being sabotaged and all we got to do is support him and help him so that he's not not under the gun so much. But you know what? It is possible that Donald is all uh, caught up on the details and he's doing it intentionally. I don't know that he's not, and I don't want to say that he is or he isn't because I don't know. But what I want to say is we can't just assume one or the other. He might very well be as part of it as anybody else.
2: Yeah, and I will admit, I don't know exactly, I do know this, when you get sucked into the Washington vortex, Sam, your perception of reality becomes extremely distorted, and I've heard uh, it f- firsthand from people who have served in Washington, D.C., that your perception of reality, because you're surrounded by these anti-constitutional, anti-human messages all the time, you you start to believe them, and I believe that, that Donald Trump could be being deceived, I don't know. It doesn't he matter. Could be, or he could be, be flat
1: out. He could he could be flat out for it, though. He could be carrying the ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If we knew what was going on behind the scenes and we do, we do. We don't we just don't see it. We don't see the the sausage making aspect of, of politics. And I'm not talking about what happens in um, in the Capitol. I'm, I'm talking about what the rewards that these politicians get uh, for their unconstitutional behavior. That that's very controversial, and I don't know if we want to get into that. Obviously, we don't. Well,
1: I will say this: the rewards that they get, ladies and gentlemen, as the Bible calls it, are fleeting. You can't take it when you leave this world, ladies and gentlemen, and you will store up uh, really treasures on earth that moths corrupt, thieves steal, and a whole lot more. So, I've got news for those folks. Depending on those things, you will be, as Satan always does, left high and dry. Don't forget that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. In the meantime, I agree with Chris Carlson. It doesn't matter if Trump's doing this on purpose or if he's being manipulated or not. Two fakes and a fleece, a lesson on how to spot fraud. This is really where the rubber meets the road when it comes to day-to-day swearing of oaths, day-to-day carrying out of constitutional um, responsibilities, and fidelity to our supreme law or not. Chris?
2: Yeah, so Liz Cheney probably should be running under the Democratic ticket. She's our uh, representative from the state of Wyoming. Um, Harriet Hageman is contending for her seat. Uh, But the problem with that, Sam, is uh, we have to be brief about this. Uh, Liz Cheney and Harriet Hageman have been buddy-buddy for a long time. And they have helped each other in their own individual campaigns. But uh, Donald Trump thinks that Harriet Hagman is significantly better than Liz Cheney. So he has gone ahead and uh, backed her uh, for a Senate candidate from the state of Wyoming. And uh, according to Joel Skousen, I got this information from the World Affairs Brief. Joel Skousen always does a great job with his research. Uh, Joel Skousen is extremely skeptical of her. Of course, she hasn't served in public office, so she doesn't have a record to look at yet. But, I mean, she's just as bad as Liz Cheney, and he's calling out Trump for for being deceived um, by the fact that, you know, they're they're pretty much two peas in a pod. And um, Donald, so I'll go ahead and, and write... So, racist... Okay, so she has been an anti-Trumper in the past. She has called him a racist and a xenophobe. And um, I wrote in connection with that, Sam, the notion that people hate Donald Trump is a foil and a ruse to deceive the public into believing that there is balance in politics. Um, and and we have already talked about, you know, the bad record that Donald Trump has in his last four years in office. Um, but, um, you know... We, we, we continue to cycle these two, these people that run under the two major party tickets, Democrat and Republican. And if they get the endorsement of the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, to me, that is the kiss of death. That tells me uh, that they're, they're not worthy of my vote. And,
5: um, and the reason
1: why, ladies and gentlemen, is the party represents the good old boy network. And if you don't play their game and put the party even above your oath of office, put the party above your uh morality check if you will put the party above principle if you don't do that they will never endorse you is the problem chris
2: yeah and that's the problem see we we've gotten into this uh we've settled into this left right false paradigm um you know all of our lives and and we think that we turn on the tv to look at who our options are to vote for for the next election and if we don't see their faces and if we don't hear their uh, their their biographies on mainstream media, Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, etc., we think that they're not a viable option. And you're right, uh, the majority of the people probably won't vote for them. But I won't vote for them because of their endorsement by the mainstream media. And that's one of the reasons I didn't vote for Trump, because he was so fond over, not, maybe not positively, Sam... But that's not necessarily how they operate just because they're not presented positively in the mainstream media doesn't mean that the media is not promoting them any exposure is good exposure if ron paul had received the exposure that donald trump had received even though it may have been decidedly negative he probably would have been our president because at least he could have gotten his message out but you'll never see a ron paul or a don blankenship um, or Michael Peruca promoted in the media. And the fact that.
1: that, that All the right, two quick ma- pause, your... ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight, Chris. We'll talk more in seconds. Mm-hmm. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: President Bill Clinton was hospitalized in California Tuesday with a suspected blood infection. He's at University of California Irvine Medical Center. Doctors there are saying that they are closely monitoring the 42nd president, and he's being given IV antibiotics and fluids. On Thursday, Clinton staff said he's on the mend and in good spirits. New York real estate heir, 78-year-old Robert Durst was sentenced Thursday to life in prison without the chance of parole for the murder of his best friend more than two decades ago. Durst was convicted in Los Angeles Superior Court last month, of first-degree murder for shooting Susan Berman. You can spot a close encounter between Venus and the bright orange star Antares in the Friday night sky to the southwest just after sunset. Unlike the grouping between Saturn, Jupiter, and the moon this week, Venus and Antares are going to be just about on top of each other. This is USA Radio News.
7: If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems, or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people.
6: The supply chain in America is broken and not operating at full efficiency. Tim Burke from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more.
5: To try and address supply chain issues around the country, President Biden announced Wednesday that the Port of Los Angeles will be operating around the clock. One of the impacted industries is the toy industry which is concerning to Toy Association President Steve Peserb, who shares with Newsmax where the most impact is being felt across the country.
6: This is a pretty significant problem, particularly for the medium-sized and small-sized toy companies. America's got over 900 different toy companies. And while we all know the household names, it's those medium and small companies that are really struggling, both getting on the ships to get here and also the enormous increase in prices that the shipping companies are charging, upwards of 800, 900 percent From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. The Buccaneers beat the Eagles 28-22 in last night's Thursday night football game. USA Radio News.
5: All right, ladies
1: and gentlemen, can the power of love save us? We sure hope the answer is yes. Certainly, if it's Christ-like love, we no doubt can be saved we got to turn to God Almighty, ladies and gentlemen. It is all about God, family, and country. So meet Harriet Hagman, Trump's, quote, endorsed anti-Cheney gladiator, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, really another product of rotten, fractious America. Uh, she literally was against Trump big time. Now Trump endorses. What the heck is going on? (laughs) Trump is deceived, ladies and gentlemen, on so many points. Either that or he's intentionally doing it. Don't know. Nevertheless, the results are the same. And when we talk about two fakes and a fleece, a lesson on how to spot fraud, ladies and gentlemen. You got this Harriet Hagman is one uh, example. But I got another example right here in the Olympic state of Utah to highlight before we go on, Chris. And that is another establishment pretender, Evan McMullen just announced he has entered the Senate race in the state of Utah against Mike Lee. Now, I'm not saying Mike Lee's perfect, but I am telling you, compared to a guy like McMullen, uh, Lee is a constitutionalist big time. It's all a relative discussion. We don't have real constitutionalists running who can get enough support. So I'm not saying Lee's perfect. He's got the nod by the Republican Party, and so to some degree there's concern there, but comparatively speaking is oftentimes the discussion. You might have heard, but McMullen claims to be a, quote, moderate. He is no moderate, ladies and gentlemen. He worked to elect President Joe Biden. Did you know that? And he has called for the replacement of the Republican Party. Now, I'm for jettisoning all parties, but I'm not really interested in replacing the Republican Party with a deep state moderate wing of the Republican Party, because that's really the problem is it's not the left right Republican Democrat paradigm we need to fight against. It's the deep state versus the rest of us. Uh, discussion is those who are willing to swear an oath to the constitution and keep that oath and those who are simply willing to give lip service as they give homage to the party and betray the people chris
2: of information i had no idea that he actually worked uh, to get joe biden elected but which doesn't surprise me um it wouldn't surprise me if uh, mitt romney worked to in fact he kind of did i mean with his opposition to trump but Nonetheless and notwithstanding, Evan McMullen is CIA, and one CIA, a lot of times, they just become um, an unofficial representative of the cause, you know, whether they're actually being paid under the table or not. So based on that fact alone, I do not trust in Evan McMullen. The fact that he hasn't been married – I know I shouldn't judge people on their marital marital status, but it seems a little odd that, you know, a a man of his age would not be married – and the fact that he was promoted so highly by local politicians here in the state of Utah. But uh, let us if we could wrap up Harriet Hagman, you're right. Uh, once she was an anti-Trumper calling him a racist and a xenophobe, and she made that 180-degree turn, once she found out that she could be endorsed by him, uh, she'll probably not be reelected. And I'll just read really quick what uh, Joel Skousen says about her, and then we could probably move on to the Facebook fake whistleblower. So Joel Skousen says, concerning Harriet Hageman, this is the kind of slick politics the deep state is expert at, running fake conservatives in a race to oust a rhino Republican. As a result, nothing changes, and Trump falls for it every time. Any way you look at it, Wyoming is not getting a conservative replacement to Liz Cheney, and Cheney will most likely survive the challenge. Anyway, shall we move on, Sam?
1: Yeah, I just really want people to understand that, you know, when we look back at your allegory of the dime and the nickel i think it really kind of tells the story ladies and gentlemen the day we stop the day we start taking dimes is the day we stop getting free money uh, really the day we jettison parties ladies and gentlemen the day we can take america back and that's why these republicans uh, or democrats for that matter are so willing to be loyal to the party and betray their their principle-based approach their oaths of office and really the people is because they kind of look at it and say, hey, who's who here? And they kind of say, I'm going to keep taking the dimes. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep taking the nickels. I know I'm giving away the dimes, but but the day I stop is that. So we really need to kind of think through this a little bit and understand that who's who here? Is it Jimmy or Johnny? Where do you sit? Are you willing to keep taking the nickels? Are you willing to take the dime? What if I'm not Jimmy or Johnny? And I say, I don't need your dime and your nickel game anymore. I need the truth. And I need fidelity to the Constitution because, you know what, that's where the real wealth, the real stability, the real honor, the real morality, the real principle-based approach comes in. And whether you're taking nickels to keep – whether you take the dime and the con game stops, either way, you're taking free money. And I, we really need to kind of apply that when we look at Edmund – or not Edmund Hunt. Well, wow. When we look at – um Evan. um Evan, yeah, Evan McMullen, sorry. Evan McMullen, and you look at uh, Harriet Hagman. Look, neither of these people are willing to uh, make and keep an oath, ladies and gentlemen. And that's really kind of a, the deal. Set the parable aside for a second and say, you know what? I don't want either part. I don't want to be the guy betraying somebody, thinking I'm fleecing them. I don't want to be the guy that's actually fleecing anybody. I don't want any part of the Nichols or Times. I want part of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and I want to leave it that way for my children. Chris?
2: And God has made it clear, Sam, that there are three criteria by which we should judge our politicians. They should be good, they should be wise, and they should be honest. Now, if your politician satisfies those criteria, great. You know, you have my uh, blessing in endorsing them and, and voting for them. But if, if they lack one or Two or three of those criteria, good, wise, and honest, they don't have my vote. I'm sorry. And that's not a personal judgment against them or anything personal against them. That's just a, a reflection of my love for my country and my desire to see it preserved. And I do not They think might be I'm... fine
1: people, but they're certainly not worthy of our vote, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I endorse Damon Bundy, because he doesn't play those games. He doesn't want bimes or nickels. Even after serving in prison for two years and at the end he's guilty of nothing, he could sue the socks off the government and get big money. But I've asked him about it on the air, and he just simply says, why would I want to police the taxpayers? They didn't do anything wrong. Well, yeah. true, except for we should stand up and stop it. Other than that, he's got a point. Anyway, oh, I don't know whether I'd want to be Jimmy or Johnny. I wouldn't want to be either of them, really. And I wouldn't want to be Francis Hodgins either.
2: No, uh, she's being set up. So we've got a, an individual, and probably if you watch Fox or CNN or ABC and NBC, you've seen the wall-to-wall coverage of this whistleblower. Um, from Facebook named Frances Hogan. She's an attractive young lady, and uh, she seems to to be, well, not to me. She doesn't seem to be sincere. That's one of the issues I have. Uh, She seems uh, very scripted and very stage-directed, and that's that's one of the telltale signs to me that that she's being set up, and something's afoot that will not result in more liberty or smaller government as a result. In fact, the opposite, I think, is going to happen. So... She talks about how Facebook uh, number 1 harms children. These are quotes. Harms children. Let me,
1: let me stop you there really quick before you go into the quotes. And I want to make a point. Who are the real whistleblowers of our day? Chris. Well, you Julian Assange. Yes, yes, I would consider right. so him. So Julian Assange got ran out of the country on a rail. Now you could say well he was never from America. I understand. But he's not welcome to cruise around the world aka America will uh, will seize him and arrest him and who knows what they'll do to him but Francis is treated like a hero why the difference that tells you the tale chris yep day
2: day and night sam dana and, and and we should our spiritual sensitivities should pick up on that but unfortunately we've de- degenerated as a christian nation to the point where we don't but we, we we want to believe that the establishment is finally going to be on our side finally going to do something to help the little guy no the establishment, Almost got self, me. Yeah, the, the establishment does not self-correct, Sam. The only way the establishment corrects is if we apply enough pressure, and we're not doing anything close to applying pressure. And the only pressure. kind of
1: pressure that would be applied that would make a difference at this point is start throwing people in jail for their violations of the rule of law, uh, the oath of office, the, the list goes on. But until we create direct transparency, transparency and accountability, uh, we're nowhere. But Francis is treated like a hero. Julian Assange just ran out on a rail you can see the yeah. difference and you know who the real whistleblowers are when that behavior happens
2: yeah and edward don't forget edward snowden i believe that he was sincere when he uh, exposed the um, the social media industrial complex
1: couldn't agree anyway, more but but again they would not be treating her well if she was a real whistleblower is all i'm telling
2: you. oh no they're they're treating her like royalty and it just it it concerns me that the people aren't picking up on it so she the, the, another problem I have with her is, and then Joel Skousen characterizes her um, accusations as sterile and generalized, and that's a telltale sign right there. If somebody uh, speaks in generalities, and when they could be speaking in, in specifics, and I'll give you some specifics here in, in a minute, but her, her general statements are that Facebook number one, they, it harms children, number two, it stokes division, number three, it weakens our democracy. Well, there are, there are problems on all a lot of levels about about those statements. First of all, we don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic, as you and I both know, Sam. But why would she speak in generalities? Because if she wasn't speaking in generalities, she might have to mention the fact that uh, Facebook uh, it censored people that were talking about Hunter Biden's laptop scandal. Uh, they censor people that... Didn't, they they characterize as vaccine deniers and that he did she didn't talk anything about the dragnet surveillance of which Facebook and Google and all those other platforms are guilty and we'll continue this well, on and the most other side of the Well most
1: importantly break. she doesn't follow the money trail of who done it who set it up who made this all possible she doesn't connect those dots either ladies and gentlemen hang tight chris carlson on your radio
8: in second just like a credit card, or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
5: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody have having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, every broadcast we do with Chris Carlson seems to get better. He's getting his sea legs under him as a broadcaster, and he's understanding. He understood liberty, I'll tell you that right now from the get-go. But he's understanding about how to deliver on radio. He's learning a lot about, you know, with God, hey, we can always win. Okay, without God, we can never win. And that's a really critical point to understand. We're talking about um, establishment pretenders, whether it be – Evan McMullen, whether it be Harriet Hagman, whether it be Francis Hogan, it doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. They are literally playing you like a fiddle with political theater. And Francis Hogan, ladies and gentlemen, Facebook's fake whistleblower, in my opinion, isn't real. And you know that because if really she had real deeps, real details that would take down bureaucrats and professional do-gooders and politicians and deep state uh, psychopaths, then she'd be ran out on a rail just like Julian Assange just like Edward Snowden, just like the others. Uh, So you know that she's not real and she is involved in these generalities. What she should be telling you is, hey, the deep state via the Pentagon, the Department of Defense is in bed with the universities, which is in bed with big tech and through this trifecta, they have created the internet, which isn't designed to make you free. Now we're using it against them to some degree right now and they don't like it. But the reality is they built this system to track and trace your every move. Whether Francis knows that or not is not important. She's playing shill for the deep state with her generalities and her fake whistleblowing. That's why she's getting favored treatment by Congress. Do you want to wrap this one up, Chris?
2: Yeah, and then she just looked way too calm for my comfort, Sam, when she got up there in front of the Senate, uh, whatever, I can't remember the committee that she stood before. And it, it just looked like she was reading off a script, which she probably was anyway. So, yeah, she she made no mention of Hunter Biden's laptop scandal, which was censored big time. Um, The Dragnet surveillance, you know, all the things that, to me, are are much bigger crimes. Besides, parents should be monitoring their children's activity on Facebook, not Congress. Why is she going to Congress? I mean, she should be uh, putting out a call to parents to say, you know, hey, monitor your children's activity if they allow activity at all, you know, some parents will restrict their, their children from even having Facebook accounts, which was probably a wise decision. So anyway, let's move on.
1: Well, and the other, and the other question really quick too, is this, how about following the money? And I've taught everybody about NQTEL quite a bit. I've taught everybody about how they've got a corporation through the military that literally funds these technologies straight out of the universities, etc. And then you get this reality check, how the deep state turns social media literally into spyware. And this is the connecting the dots that Frances ought to be doing, but she's not. Chris is, ladies and gentlemen. What's up with that?
2: Okay, oh uh Joel Scalsen uh helps me with these things uh Sam, as you know, he does some very deep research, and I wouldn't have uh, the knowledge base that I have without help from the world dot com go to it folks it's It's a tremendous resource for news behind the news, so yeah, we're talking about a company by the name of Leader Technologies who back in the late nineties developed a software platform. That allowed them to handle large quantities of information, whereas the, the you know what a file based uh, database system is, don't you, Sam? I mean, you're yes, a tech of course, guy. Uh-huh. Okay, that was very limiting back in the day. That only limited you to, uh, to being able to process very small amounts of information. And Michael McKibben uh, had a company called L- Leadership Technologies, or Leader Technologies, where he developed what was uh, referred to as leader to leader. Um Technology, which allowed when he was contracted by a t and t not a small corporation uh to to handle uh to develop a software platform that would allow them to handle large volumes of information, which was absolutely indispensable then for facebook and uh, Google and these these large social media platforms then in the future to take advantage of the, extre- the tremendous volume that they would soon have to um, acquire. But they didn't want to pay for the software, so they devised a scheme whereby they were able to steal this software that Michael McKibben and his company spent $10 million and $145,000 man hours to develop. They literally stole it from him, Sam, and he sued them in court, and he was tied up in court for years and years and years. He eventually won a partial settlement which was some consolation, but they never admitted that they stole it because they used an obscure law that allowed them to to uh, literally steal his technology so that they could use it on, on Facebook and Google, et cetera, et cetera, uh, under an obscure provision that allowed them to use it for security purposes. Now, um, I, I admit, th- there are sometimes, under some circumstances, where a nation has to resort to extreme tactics to protect us from our enemies. But this is not one of them. They could have paid him fair market value, which he would have been more than happy to take. But instead of that, Sam, the deep state through their lawyers, through their various and sundry um, tentacles throughout uh, the economy was able to steal this technology from them. And I think it's a shame Uh, Did you want to add to that, or you want me to keep going on this?
1: I want to add a a little bit to it. I want to add to it a little bit and say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the connecting the dots that Francis Hogan should be doing. When you get a chance to stand up before Congress, just imagine if Joel Skousen got the opportunity to stand up before Congress, or even Chris Carlson or Sam Bushman. And we were able to say, listen, the deep state has been in bed creating the Internet with the military, the collegiate world, and big tech For decades, and literally all this technology that we're now going to Congress complaining about, that we supposedly have this whistleblower going, oh, my gosh, I got this information. Facebook is exploiting kids. Facebook is shutting down constitutionalists. Facebook is bad. Okay, look, the government built the whole thing, folks. If Congress doesn't know they're so ignorant, they're last in line. Okay, the truth is how the deep state turned social media into spyware is the real story that Francis should be telling. But it's Joel Scow's the World Affairs Brief, that's telling the story. Now listen, and then I'll turn it right over to Chris. After being hired by AT&T, you had Leader Technologies of Ohio put together this incredible system, and then they patented it. They worked hard at getting that done. 10,000-plus hours of programming to develop this incredible technology. They patented it, and the government literally stole it. That's no different than Microsoft and how they built their company. Microsoft stole technology from everybody and their dog, too, to build their company. You see the pattern, ladies and gentlemen. And now the dots continue to get connected. Chris? Well, one
2: of the mistakes that uh, Michael McKibben made is he uh, he actually hired two really high-profile lawyers, lawyers to help him in his uh, efforts to patent his technology before something like this would happen. Uh, One of them was uh, James P. Chandler. Now James P. Chandler has a history in government and uh, Michael McKibben should have recognized this. He was the author of the Economic Espionage Act of 1996 under the Clinton administration. Um, And he also uh, wrote another act called the Federal Trade Secrets Act. I believe that was also under the Clinton administration. And he also was on uh, President Clinton's National Infrastructure Assurance Council. Now, this just smacks of um, of deep state ties big time. I mean, you don't get that high up in the echelons of government without being compromised and being part of the deep state. And Michael McKibben, you know, being naive like little Johnny, didn't recognize that. <laughs> he, But, you know, James P. Chandler had connections, and he thought because of his connections um, to the patent office and, you know, to other aspects of government that, you know, he was probably uh, a good candidate to help him to patent the software, but James P. Chandler betrayed him, Um, and he hired another lawyer by the name of Major General James E. Freeze, uh, U.S. Army retired. James E. Freeze had connections to the NSA. In fact, he was the number three man in the NSA. He also helped to betray Michael McKibben, In selling his, not selling, in actually having his software stolen out from underneath him on an obscure law that allows uh, the security community or the uh, intelligence community to literally take from any company anything that they feel is necessary for them to maintain national security. And it's a shame. And um, one aspect of the software that uh, Michael McKibben was able to build into it. Sam was that he designed it to have a configurable sliding scale on privacy so that companies that purchased it could determine how much privacy they would allow their users to have which is a good thing you know you could set it to zero zero privacy or you could um, you could set it to complete and total privacy Um, once the deep state got a hold of that software they could now set the privacy level down to absolute zero so that they could spy on you and me Sam and that's something that Francis McKibben should have been uh, yelling to the Senate committee at the top of her lungs. Listen, everybody in America, based on this new technology that we have, that Facebook is using, that Google is using, that Instagram is using, every single man, woman, and child in America is now being spied on. And I don't think that they're doing that to protect us. I think they're doing that to protect their interest. And to be able to compromise us and destroy our Fourth Amendment rights, Sam. And that is not good. And, but she conspicuously left that aspect of her testimony out. And we are now telling well, it to the think American about, people.
1: Think Go about ahead. how AT&T supposedly got broken up back in the Baby Bell or the whatever you want to call it days. And now AT&T hires this group to revamp their growing email system leader technology is literally you know this is what happens you get these big corporations big tech in bed with the universities in bed with the military and you have this trifecta the the many people of James um oh what's his name
2: James Chandler. I don't know last
1: name. no uh, he, he's James the one Chandler? I
2: I James he's Chandler? the one I
1: sent you that, that put together that video about the, the History oh. uh, of the internet and how it was built and what it's designed to do and everything else. James Corbett, yeah. I think it is. Oh, James Corbett. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the Corbett Report. Okay, the Corbett Report. These these guys have documented big time how this has all gone down. And so for Congress to act like, oh my gosh, we're going to find out new information. Hey, the fact that Facebook is doing this—they got all their money, all their funding, all their technology—literally compliments of the deep state. Okay. That's the reality, folks, through the universities, through the military. They stole some of it. They cobbled it together. They compromised people. They took over companies. They funded companies. They, and these big behemoths, Congress and Francis, are nothing but a sideshow, ladies and gentlemen. That's the truth. That's the reality, and that's what you need to know. They're not getting to the bottom of anything. And if you watch, what will be the outcome? A couple of low-level people uh, maybe go to jail or maybe whatever at the most – But nothing will change. Nothing will change. It reminds me of the eugenics movement backed by Hitler back in the day. The United States was part of it. History is rewritten to where you don't know that. They've just taken it underground. But the eugenics movement continues unabated, and so will this. Beware, ladies and gentlemen. Be savvy. Who are you, Johnny or Jimmy? Or do you want to reject them both and say, I want to stand on my own, and I want to stand on the side of God Almighty in principle, Wrap it up, Chris.
2: Without God we could never win, Sam, with God we could never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in that fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving Americans everywhere, continuing our duty, sir.
1: For Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, God save the republic of the United States of America.
0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio. Show Talk
1: Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that never should be used to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2000 and 2000. 21 this is our two of two and the goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote god family and country we use the supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america as our guide and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful resolutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth really quick last hour ladies and gentlemen we talked about this company being hired by AT&T. It's a small company named Leader Technologies of Columbus, Ohio. They basically created a new database management system that would become the backbone of search engines in America. They took voice, streaming, media, data, etc., all these things for collaboration, and they took decision-making to a very new level. Okay, it took far less resources than file-based data systems, and it became the perfect vehicle for social media networking and, interestingly enough, the NSA and spying. Leader Tech, believe it or not, and here's why I wanted to come back to this, is I misstated uh, the details. It was $10 million, plus it took to develop, and 145,000 man-hours to invent the technology that eventually was stolen. It was patented, but stolen uh, by government. And then released to their partners who are taking over the media and the Internet today. Very serious. Go listen to Last Hour with Chris Carlson uh, if you want to learn more about that. Sorry for the derail, but I needed to correct that and make sure that was accurate for you. $145,000 man $10 million is what we're talking about. Wow, the deep state's up to a lot of work to destroy the greatest country on the face of the earth. But we're about protecting and rebuilding the greatest country on the face of the earth with me now, Tina Horlocker, executive committee chair of weekend Get your tickets today, put in Liberty and get $50 off would love you to be there in person. But ladies and gentlemen, Tina received her bachelor's degree at Utah state university. She got both journalism and political science. She's been an activist in America for well over 30 years, depending on the sacred cause of Liberty, homeschooling and more. And she received a master's degree from George Witt University uh, in political economy. Wow. She was born and raised in Cache Valley, Utah, and she's the mother of 10 children. That's probably your greatest accomplishment, Tina.
9: I would definitely say that it is. <laughs> I'm very grateful for well, every one of my children.
1: Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. And man, the Weekend Act conference is gearing up and getting cr- crazy, and you're right in the thick of it, aren't you?
9: I sure am, and thank you so much, Sam, for having me back on your show. Yeah, we are just really rolling and and making sure all of our ducks are in a row, getting ready for an absolutely phenomenal weekend. Um, It is going to be extremely important, I, I can't even stress how important it is for people to come and get this information so they really know what is going on. Yeah, the deep state is really organized, and and they're in. They've been playing the long game. We've got to get organized. We've got to be united. And I will tell you, this conference I was just thinking this morning is an example of unity of of people in who are coming together out of the work woodwork to help us. Who are volunteering their time, who are totally motivated in preserving their liberties and taking back that which has been lost we have doctors who are going to be there who are willing to um, prescribe ivermectin and other and other um ways to treat covid so it is going to be it's just an amazing example our security team which is highly trained are all volunteers i just can't even tell you the amount of effort that is coming Together to put this event, and and it's just it's just synergistic. It's it's it has this power, the swell underneath it that is, to me, is what it is going to have to feel like to really take our country back because we really are in a day where we now have to ch- tell our children what America was about. We are we live in a day now where we have to tell our children what America was supposed to be, what it, what it used to be like to live in America. We're there.
1: You know, ladies and gentlemen, we hear in California, they're about to ban small engines. I don't know if you heard that, Tina, but they're literally banning small engines. So lawnmowers and weed trimmers and edgers and all these different small engine things, they're banning them and you can't have gas-powered small engines anymore because it's going to ruin the environment. This is one oh. example Uh, To where, you know, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about people used to be able to show their face, not be masked everywhere they go. And the list goes on and on on what America used to be like. You used to be able to make a living. One member of the family, dad, could make a living. Nowadays, it just takes two or you're going to melt down because the tax burdens are so mammoth. Um, But the Weekend Act conference, though, is really a positive conference. There's going to be a lot of information that's shocking there. There's going to be a lot of information that you didn't know that you're just like, mm. but the real goal of the conference is to leave on a positive note. And that's why it's called Absolutely. we can act Tina.
9: That's right. It's all about empowering. And I want to just say really quickly how you get your ticket in case some people are going to hop off rather than listen to me. You go to we You type in the promo code Liberty It has to be all caps and you'll get $50 off your general admission ticket. And that ticket includes at uh, entry into our exhibit hall, which will be powerful in and of itself. Our exhibit hall is going to be outstanding. It would it will be worth coming just for our exhibit hall. And then we have this amazing event. If you purchase your ticket right now, you could still get a boxed lunch for both days. Uh, and on top of that, one of our sponsors, Front Psych training Gun Training Institute, is giving away for every person who purchases an in person ticket a four day, a free four day handgun course at their training facility out in Nevada. I go there a couple of times, three or four times a year. It's a lot of fun. It's a family environment and it teaches you how to use a gun. I've done handgun, I've done shotgun. So our ticket is amazingly valuable. And yeah, we don't need to be afraid of this information. What we should be afraid of is what we don't know. Information is empowering. The more we know, the better, the more empowered we are to make better choices for our family. I feel so terrible for all these people who are going out and getting these vaccines, not understanding that they are not safe and effective. Nobody should be getting that shot. And everybody needs to come to this conference and and listen to doctors, top doctors, top doctors. We will have the number three doctor in the nation at our our event who will be talking about COVID. His name is Dr. Rashid Buttar. He is the number three doctor that people want to hear from in the world. And not only that, we have other doctors who will be coming, who will be talking. Um, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Simone Gold, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood. He's treated over 10,000 patients, not one has died. We have other doctors besides that who will be there, who will just be there to talk with people. We're going to have other people who are gonna be talking about what exactly is in the vaccine. This is information that you cannot afford to not have. We must not allow our children to, to have these shots. We must not have them ourselves, you must come if you cannot come, if you live at a far distance, you can't come. You can purchase a ticket, a streaming ticket. But we need to have people in seats. And one of the reasons why we need to have people in seats, well, first of all, it's an amazing opportunity. You get to network with people who are like-minded. And, I mean, networking is huge. So, but on top of that, you know, when someone holds a rally, you know, your state capital, you hold a rally, what do you want? You want bodies. You want people. Why do you want bodies and people? Because you want to send a message. We need to send a message. We have the capacity to have 10,000 people in seats. We're not close to that number. We need people to go today, right now, purchase their ticket because we need to send a very powerful and strong message to the deep state, the corrupt politicians, and the fake media who are deceiving you. That we are not going to believe them anymore, and we are going to stand up, and we're going to take back our
1: liberties. Let's be very clear, Tina. When you say we're not close to that number, let's let's make sure people really understand. We have a lot of people attending the conference. We have a lot of speakers. We have a lot of booths um, in the um, exhibit hall. Uh, We have a lot of people attending already. I don't want you to think that nobody's coming to the conference. It's just that we have a lot more capacity. Uh, right. available now so we want you to come we're not near right. full but we have thousands in attendance already
9: yes we do we do we have thousands in attendance it is going to be phenomenal but we have space for we have space for a couple more thousands. so we need you to get on right now because we need to send a very clear message that we need this to be one of the biggest high most high attended um, events that is out there and so it's it's going to be amazing and and we may even have a surprise or two for you so go on right now
8: um
9: to our website we type in the promo code all caps liberty and purchase your ticket and be a part of this historic event i mean seriously it is this is about taking back our freedom this is about the reawakening and being better prepared for what is on the road
1: and you're saying you can still get lunch both days with your ticket. We'll come back and talk to Tina Horlocker more in seconds, find out how much longer lunch will be included, because they need to know a number, by the way. We've got to act on this, ladies and gentlemen. We can act.net. Tina, in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live.
10: And have some kids.
11: The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights, not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a two-fold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. Conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission. Morallaw.org.
1: Alright, you are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Borlacher with me. She's the Executive Chair of... She's been a Liberty activist, a homeschool, homeschooling mother, a mother of 10 children, and she's been doing it publicly for more than 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Constitution is uh, important in America today, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that people focus on the supreme law of the land and the truth. The deep state has been taking fake news to a new level, ladies and gentlemen, but the We Can Act conference will set the record straight on so many points. It's amazing. WeCanAct.net, all caps, put in the word liberty. You get 50 bucks off each ticket, and right now you still get lunch both days with your ticket. How long will that last, Tina? Uh,
9: we There's a little bit of confusion on the on the date of our food provider. so if you want to lunch, you better put your – you better put your purchase in today.
1: So, all right, so we're we're trying to nail that's all that down. I can we've say. Got <laughs> yes, your lunches uh, as well. So do that. The the event is a week, really, from today and tomorrow, right?
9: Yeah, a week. A, in a week, it starts today. So,
1: yep. It's that means coming it's coming up right fast, up- ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of times people wait till the end and they think they have time, but folks, you're running out of time. Is what I'm telling you, it's going to be an event to behold. And we've talked.
9: Right. Go ahead. It makes it really hard for planning when people put off purchasing their ticket you know how many chairs do we put in because we, we get charged for every chair so purchase your ticket now don't don't hold off anymore uh, um, so I want to say I want to read something to you Sam if I could. I was on sure. Facebook yesterday and someone tagged me on a post where a woman would put out a plea she said, please help asking for advice on Um, does anyone know a good doctor that will sign my medical exemption i have health issues and will never feel comfortable getting this vaccine i have a federal job in the dod they're pushing hard i will lose my livelihood please be kind something the south the southwest airline pilots going through but i don't have money to sue i could lose my house everything (laughs) this is insane it is what is happening is absolutely insane i this makes no sense and if everybody else cannot see this i i don't know what's going to wake you up but none of this makes any sense if you look at the numbers people are not dropping dead from covid like what they're saying there is treatment there is a there are therapeutic ways to treat covid that people are recovering from easily and and we do not need to take this vaccine. We do not need to force it on everyone. And it makes no sense that they are trying to force this on the world. That in and of itself, should everybody should be going, wait, this, something is wrong in this
1: picture. Yeah, it's hard to get the treatments that people need sometimes timely. Uh, and you gotta search for doctors that are willing to prescribe ivermectin. I got sick with COVID, was down three days, couldn't survive without oxygen. As soon as I found the doctor that could prescribe Ivermectin, I was off oxygen within hours, Tina. So this is very difficult right. for people. It's hard for people to get the treatments they need.
9: I know. And, and so we are going to have, I, I know I have some doctor friends who I know are believe, this, this, believe in this. And I called them the other day and I said, we need to have a booth that includes Utah doctors who are willing to prescribe ivermectin and other natural ways of treating covid and they are running with it they are finding those doctors they are going to have a booth they're going to be they're answering people's questions you'll have ways to reach out to to doctors that are willing to sign medical exemptions and and other things to protect you in your health care in what you choose for yourself
1: that's critical ladies and gentlemen and I want to mention we have talked to a lot of the speakers over the last several weeks uh, on your radio, people that are speaking at the event. But I want to really highlight the (coughs) vendors area, uh, whatever you want to call it, the exhibit hall, et cetera, because, you know, that's where really continuing education happens. When you meet with a lot of these people and support the the efforts and the work that they've put in and they've done, LovingLiberty.net will be there, my radio network. But they're a network uh, of a group of people that are really making a difference, Loving Liberty ladies, have a curriculum to help you with your homeschooling and help you around the kitchen table, educate your friends and family and neighbor, loved ones, etc. There's a lot going on. And when you meet these vendors and these booths and stuff, it's really a who's who when it comes to business, patriotic businesses, where you can do business with one another. And that's really what we would encourage is to spend your money and your time and your commitments with those who are liberty-minded as well. And we can create an ecosystem that really can take us to the next level when it comes to working together for the sacred cause to which we're all engaged tina
9: that's right and and i'll tell you sam that we are going to be giving away information have information there that's going to help you know how do you stop giving your money to to some businesses that that are that are not good businesses who literally are trapped in the business of trafficking children who literally are in the business of putting Things in your food that you're you're going to literally die when you find out. Um, we need to stop supporting businesses that are doing things that are really in behind the scenes hurting people, and we need to know who they are, and we need to know how to replace those those businesses because we need to take them out of business. So um, there, you need to be at this event. You absolutely need to be at this event it is it is, it is the ev- event of the decade <laughs> i mean in terms i seriously mean that in terms of where we are in the history in the history of our nation and the precipice of which of where we stand we are about to go off the cliff if we don't start doing things differently and we've got to come together just like this event has come together with all of these volunteers standing up who are so passionate about this. Now we need all the people to come, and you need to empower yourself with this information. I I just can't say enough of how important and how valuable it is.
1: I think, Tina, you've been in this patriot movement for more than 30 years, and you're a homeschooling mom, and so you're pretty tapped in, as I have been in the movement for quite some time as well. And, uh, you know, we look at this, and I'm shocked at how much support we're really getting. I mean, I know we need more, and I get it. But, you know, more Americans have turned towards the cause of liberty and are waking up and willing to do something uh, in the last three, four years I've seen than in the first 25 that I've been at this. And so, you know what? We really are gaining ground. I know it might not feel like it when you watch the mainstream press, but don't let that deceive you. We are gathering the – and I don't want to use the word army because it's not a – a military conflict at least we pray it doesn't become one uh, but i mean the army of liberty loving americans who want to peacefully restore this country is growing literally exponentially and you see that uh, in the support for this conference now from vendors to speakers to it goes on and on
9: that's right and we have in our vendors we are going to have a number of nonprofit groups that you can go choose okay where do i want to put my where do i want to put my time do i want to help the Parents United Group. Do I want to help the Alliance for Freedom? Do I want to help um, uh, protect life? You know, where where do I feel passionate? So, if you really want to do something, you don't know what to do. There will be there will be groups there that you can align yourself with, and and put some real put some real um, movement behind. So, yeah, there there are people waking up and. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it it is really thrilling to see, you know, I've I have served for a long time. And one of the most challenging things that I faced was getting people to do something to to get people to stand up for their rights and their liberties. And I see that happening right now. I was notified about a meeting last night It was just a planning meeting for events that are that that people are planning for different things that are coming in the future to help uh, make bring awareness and, and make things happen. And I went to this planning meeting, handed out a stack of flyers to, to these people, and they're going to go deliver them out to their communities. So yeah, there's so much going on. And, and I love the spirit of being willing to work together, whether no matter which group you're with, we're going to support you all. and And that's really where That's how the left has been so successful. They don't care what their message is. They're just with the left, and we're gonna we're gonna promote it no matter what, no matter how much sense it doesn't make. We're just over here, and we're gonna promote our message, and they're united in that message. And we have been kind of a little bit, um, uh, I don't competing in our. Um, efforts and I think now that's changing we're coming together and realizing we've just got to support each other in our different in our different spheres and and where we are united we move forward with great power so this event is going to be all about that we haven't really talked about the speakers that we've got over 40 speakers that are gonna be coming I will tell you this I talked just this morning with someone else who's going to be coming this is a family
1: are we going to break we're flat out of time this half hour, Tina. Okay. Time flies when you're having fun, but I got good news for you, ladies and gentlemen. We can act.net. All caps, Liberty, get you 50 bucks off, get your tickets today. Thanks, Tina.
9: Thank you, Sam.
0: Exposing corruption, informing citizens. Pursuing Liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The
6: Food and Drug Administration vaccine panel on Thursday endorsed boosters for Moderna recipients who are at risk of severe COVID-19, occupational exposure to COVID-19, or are 65 years and older. The State Department announced Thursday the U.S. will rejoin the United Nations Human Rights Council, three years after President Trump walked out on the panel citing bias against Israel. President Biden's commission on the U.S. Supreme Court will hold a public meeting on Friday to discuss expanding the court, term limits, and more. The White House announced Thursday. Democrats are pushing for more seats after former President Trump appointed three justices to the court. President Bill Clinton was admitted to the University of California Irvine Medical Center on Tuesday for a non-COVID-related infection. Thursday, his staff reported the 75-year-old is getting better after getting IV antibiotics and fluids. USA Radio News. American General, and others to find you the company with the
7: best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-885-0303. That's 1-885-0303. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-885-0303. Select Quote. We shop, you save.
3: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
6: Found guilty of murder, Robert Durst is sentenced. Wendy King reports.
3: New York real estate heir Robert Durst has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder of Susan Berman. Someone he called his best friend 21 years ago. Berman's cousin and others spoke, including her adopted son, Serb Kaufman, who said his mother's murder changed his life.
0: You also murdered me. You murdered the person I was, all his dreams and all his hopes gone. He no longer exists. I am a whisper, a wraith of who I
4: once was. My mother's murder and the events of the last 40 years will never leave
0: me. You satisfied, Bob?
3: Prosecutors in New York are now reopening the cold case of Durst's wife, Kathy, who disappeared in 1982. Her body has never been found, and no one has been charged with her disappearance. Durst's attorneys have indicated they will appeal. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King.
6: USA Radio News.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting, talk at your fingertips, always on Liberty Roundtable Live. Alina Erickson, our guest. She's a freedom fighter. She's a defender of truth. She believes that we back the blue as they back their oath. And our law enforcement is the last offense against tyrannical bureaucrats, professional do-gooders, and more, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? We need accountability. We need to protect liberty. We need to take action. Uh, Believe it or not, Miss Erickson is the mother of six children. She's a wife to a very supportive husband of 24 years, and she holds a bachelor's degree from BYU, and she got her master's degree from Liberty University, so she's fairly educated to say the least, Uh, but I think her most important accomplishment is she's been married for 24 years, and she's the mother of six children, not to mention being a liberty-loving lady. Welcome to the broadcast. Elena.
12: Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, Sam. Happy to be here.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the back of the blue, uh, because this is really kind of, in my opinion, a topic that I'm very close to. As everyone knows, I'm the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association Operations Director. And really, the CSPOA, just so everybody understands, is a group of Americans who are funding the training of law enforcement, sheriffs, police chiefs, as well as public officials. Educating them to their oaths of office. And it's really a training organization. Uh, we go out and train and teach people to keep their oath. We use Richard Mack's Supreme Court case win against Bill Clinton to realize that states' rights matter and that people in the several states, the constitutional republics, and the local jurisdictions, the counties, if you will, there's 3,000 counties across the country. These sheriffs have no obligation to obey federal government mandates whatsoever. And Bill Clinton thought he could uh, arrest Sheriff Mack, and Sheriff Mack took court and one proving states rights matter it's one of the greatest tenth amendment uh, decisions ever rendered in America and it's been in modern history as well Uh, so that's good news Uh, but you take things to the next level you're beyond training you're all about action and you back the blue as they keep their oath I love it I support it and we want to learn more about it you've got a a, a few lawsuits filed and stuff don't you
12: I do I do and to just clarify we need law enforcement absolutely I love law enforcement. We've used them many times. We all know that when we call nine one one, we need their help. Um, no, you're not going you to defund
1: the police, people.
12: Right. My biggest concern has been <laughs> when we have government who are becoming the criminals who helps the people. And so my objective has and question has always been, it is eno- It is not enough for a sheriff to say, I'm not going to cite or fine people for these mandates, for not uh, obeying these mandates, I want them to go to the next level and to go after the government who's harassing and breaking their own laws, right? Because what is the point of legislation if we're not law-abiding citizens? Every single one of us. I want equal protection and prosecution before the law. And so I have visited with several sheriffs. In fact, um, two of them that I've targeted were Herbert and Cox, um, the sheriff's Smith and Buchanan over those two, because as a governor, lieutenant governor, now governor, um, they are the ones that are mostly harming the state with their policies, right? And pushing this narrative. Um, yeah, now you clearly lost. know though,
1: these two sheriffs are not constitutional sheriffs. That's for sure.
12: <laughs> well, Buchanan, I would like to have hoped, um, even Sheriff Smith, you know, he put on social media that, you know, all of them, all sheriffs, uh, 29 sheriffs in Utah signed a constitutional declaration, if you will. And so I took the opportunity to go drive up to Cache Valley and visit with Sheriff um, Chad Jensen. He is the president of the Sheriff Association of Utah. And I said, look, and I, I gave him, I have the hard copies of over 700 pages of affidavits from all over Utah of people who have been harmed and damaged from government uh, policies and mandates just in 2020 alone and that is a case i submitted to smith and buchanan to say would you do an investigation um, i even supplied 30 pages of the utah criminal code after reading 4- 417 pages that correspond all of those codes correspond with those affidavits i even um, i even supplied the utah constitution and the uh, national constitution violations and 150 pages of signatures of people who want this investigation done, and they're pretty much stonewalling me at this point. Sheriff Smith did give it to uh, the deputy DA, and he told me there was no evidence of crime. I said, "Thanks for putting that in writing. Um, we'll keep that in mind. I'm not done with that yet." <laughs> but more than anything, we're seeing now lots of job losses. We are seeing um, Spencer Cox tell the people that he's not that he supports business choice in whether these vaccines are pushed or not. And yet we know hundreds, if not thousands of employees who are being fired or threatened with their job right now over these uh, vaccine mandates. And I don't believe for once that's coming just from the businesses themselves. And so that, um, that is a concern. I think all of us share in that concern. Part of those affidavits have suicides, the rise in suicides that we've had. And so I proposed to Sheriff Jensen that we raise the bar. And he said, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, have, we, have any of you sheriffs called the governor himself or the lieutenant and said, you've got to stop it. You're breaking these laws. You're breaking these codes. You've got to stop it. Because the sheriff's responsibility is not to code enforce, but it is to defend the people's unalienable rights in the Constitution. And that is the difference we have police officers who are code enforcers, right? But a sheriff is a, is a special job. It is an elected job with a sacred opportunity to defend the Constitution. And so that is what they need to wrap their mind around. And so it's, are you making the phone calls? Are you telling them to stop? Are you putting a cease and desist if you have to? And, and if necessary, an arrest. And those are the challenges that I'm giving. Just in Salt Lake alone, they've lowered the status of a sheriff to the unified police department Um, that's not okay they did not have the consent of the people to have a sheriff demoted to the status of a police officer and so I took it upon myself to write a declaration and to submit that to Sheriff um, Jensen who was supposed to submit that to all the other sheriffs and discuss it when they met about September 22nd in um, Washington County so far, he has not replied to any of my emails. Um, pretty much all of them are stonewalling me, and it's, it's of great concern, naturally.
1: We don't have very many constitutional sheriffs in Utah. We There was at one time we uh, were doing a little bit better, but right now there's a couple in the southeast portion of the state, but for the most part, the sheriffs are not constitutional uh, in Utah, and they will not take on these issues. They simply yeah. believe that the governor uh, and the president of the United States Literally, have um, all three branches of government rolled into one: judge, jury, and executioner, uh, is what they really believe at this point. And they're not willing to take on any of these things um, for the people that elected them. What they say, and I've talked to Mike Smith and others uh, many times, what they say is: you know what, you've already received due process. And you say, well, wait a minute, how do you define due process? I don't define that. The attorneys define that. And they go on and on and on. And they say, sheriff, you're a constitutional sheriff. If you swore an oath, you must define what due process is, because if it's not been carried out properly, then you have an obligation to stand up and support the citizen that's not receiving due process. And then what the sheriff will simply say is, well, you know what? I've already looked at it, and so have others, and uh, I've had wise counsel tell me that they've already received their due process. It's just you you get divided in minutiae is what happens.
12: Well, if we're not careful, then we'll have a total uh, totalitarian state, because then we have the law enforcement backing um, the governor or the police, you know, all everybody working together against the people. And we definitely don't want that. But yes, they do. They try to pass the buck and say, well, I'm not going to do anything unless I know a prosecutor is willing to do something. And I said, and I to that I asked, Well, when do you get to slack on your job because you're worried about somebody else's? I don't care about the prosecutor at this point. I do care about our sheriff. I do care about you taking a stand. And that's what every single one of us needs to understand is that we all need to stand. We all need to have the courage because we are at that crisis. We're at that precipice.
1: I am not convinced that these sheriffs will toe the line and will do what we want. I think the only choice we have left is to really challenge them in the next election and literally find a constitutional sheriff that's willing to run and keep commitments because i don't believe yeah. that the current uh group will uh i'll tell you an, an interesting story um, i have been friends with many of the sheriffs over the last several years as the operations manager of the cspoa and i've worked with these sheriffs and talked to them and they know me i've had several of them on the radio with me over the years et etc cetera, etc cetera. and i basically said hey listen." Uh, when the Lavoie Finnicum murder happened by the government and when a lot of these things started to go down, I said, listen, sheriffs, we need to meet together and we need to kind of put a plan in place. Um, you know what? If something happens in our state similar or whatever, we need to make sure that we have a, a protocol by which we can communicate with these patriots uh, and we can literally keep an open discussion and an open door um, because I'm telling you that last thing we need is a standoff and a federal case that just gets crazy and in our state, and I said, Sheriff, I want to meet and put together a plan that would be um, respecting of due process, a plan that would let you, Sheriff, keep your oath of office, a plan that would allow us to have really open communication and negotiators such as myself and others that could really uh, make sure that nothing goes down that we regret. And I offered to meet yeah. with all 29 sheriffs. I'll, I'll tell you the rest of the story in seconds, ladies and gentlemen.
8: This is serious
1: business. Serious. Alina Erickson with us. She's a freedom fighter and
8: speaking at the WeConnect.net conference coming up next week. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com.
11: Isn't this great? Just the two of us. No work, no interruptions, no phone, no
8: TV. Finally, we have a chance to just talk. I mean, how long has it been? Well, first of all, we should talk about your schedule. There are a few things that could use some adjusting, but overall, I think it's going all right. Basically, I I think we're doing a pretty good job of communicating, which is good. You're doing a really good job of letting me know how you feel about things. I just... I want to keep the the lines open, if you know what I mean. Jerry,
3: it's 4 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Oh,
8: I was (laughs) was just giving Emily a bottle.
3: Who are you talking to? Emily. She's only three weeks old, and she's asleep.
8: I know. I was just practicing. Family, isn't it about time? Isn't this great? Just the three of us. No work, no interruptions,
11: no phone. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Alina Erickson with me, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about back in the blue. What we're talking about if they keep their oaths of office, ladies and gentlemen. Otherwise, we need to get serious and take action and create transparency and create accountability, ladies and gentlemen. This is what uh, Alina has dedicated her life to. And, man, she's got a couple of lawsuits to make sure this happens. She's really taken the world by storm when it comes to uh, making a difference here. So anyway, in the middle of my story, Alina, and then you can uh, respond to this. So I offered to meet with all 29 sheriffs in the state of Utah. uh, And uh, I offered to have some constitutional attorneys there to help us draft uh, documentation that we could could commit to that would be appropriate to help them defend their oaths of office, uh, to help them keep their oaths, to help them uh, follow due process of law, uh, to focus on speedy trials, and I offered to basically have them in a nice location, offered to provide a fancy dinner for them and their wives, and we could enjoy time together and get to know each other on a personal level, and then we could have this meeting that would let us break this down and work on this project. And even the most constitutional sheriffs I could find in the group simply said, we have talked to the Utah Sheriff's Association. They're refusing to meet with you. They will not do it. Think about that. So, a So tragic. I'm a nationally syndicated talk show host. I'm not trying to make myself out more important than I am, but I've been at it 25 years. I play a unique role in the ability to broker and, and work with people. I'm a very good negotiator in the business world, etc. And I was going to have myself there. I was going to have Michael Peruca, a well-known constitutional attorney. I was going to have Chris Ann Hall, another well-known constitutional attorney. I was going to have Sheriff Mack, who beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court on these very issues we're discussing today, and they simply flat-out refused. Your you
12: know, sometimes I wonder if if they're if it's not just the training that they're now being given. You know what I'm saying? If there's a, a certain paradigm that they're being given, or if it's um, they're afraid, or maybe I hate to sound nefarious, but maybe they're planned Maybe some of them are purposely put into place. I will say this: when you mentioned um, getting new sheriffs and elections, I know that that's going to be discussed at the We Can Act event, which everybody needs to get to. I was, the, I was at the one in Oklahoma and it's life-changing. I was fortunate enough to get on backstage with Lynn Wood and Mike Adams and um, Simone Gold. I was able to meet some of these people and to, to discuss in depth with them some of the concerns that we have. But I will say it's life-changing. People need to be there. And so some things are going to be discussed like elections. And we have to, and, and I know Utah Freedom Coalition, I'm also involved with them um, we are actively working on getting the elections fixed in the state, because if we don't have elections, we don't have anything, and that is the basis of our republic. But we also need people to rise. Just like you said, we can replace sheriffs, we can replace legislature, we can replace a governor, but we've got to have people who have the the courage, the caliber, and um, the integrity to stand up for truth and to do the right thing for our state and country. So we need people you know, to run Alina, for office.
1: In, in my opinion, we need people to run for office. I agree, but we need two things to back them though. There's been a lot of good people willing to run for office over the years, but we find that they don't have, they don't have an army of feet on the ground. In other words, people to do the real work that it takes to get elected and they don't have the dollars and you can uh, have a dearth in one of the two, but you can't have a dearth in both or you're done. And So we need people, for example, Scott Bradley, for example, well-known constitutionalist for decades, uh, but yet, you know, he's ran for office and, hey, people don't put the dollars behind him and then we can't get the feet on the ground to really make an election happen. And and I bring that up not to be negative, but I'm saying, hey, we're going to have to put our money where our mouth is, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to put our actions on the ground, really getting it done or else I don't care what you talk about. The best person running for office doesn't stand a chance against the hostile media and against no money and no foot soldiers, if you will.
12: Well, and and now is the perfect time, because people are being hurt where it counts the most. they're being hit with their jobs. and um, I saw this eighteen months ago. I knew this was going to happen, and that's why I have never worn a mask. and I pushed against, and I, I, it wasn't easy because there was very few places I could go, and I felt like a prisoner, oftentimes in my own home, because I just you know, society got so hard to try and navigate, but I knew. I knew, number one, it was wrong, and I knew that it was for the benefit of the state, because I knew ultimately they were going to push these vaccine passports. And so I knew that I couldn't do that to my fellow people. But now that people are hurting, right, now that people are getting more awake, I think they're ready to act. And like you said, this is, this is two problems. This is people sleeping and being uneducated, and this, this is government officials taking advantage. Maybe some of them I won't label all of them. Maybe some of them don't really know or they're doing the best they can. But we definitely need to address those two issues, educate the people and get people into office who will actually protect this country and state.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, I I get that you can say, well, Sam, I don't have to have as much money as the other guy to win. Look at this example, look at that example or whatever. I agree. You don't have to have as much money as the other guy, but you've got to have foot soldiers. Okay, and if you say, well, I don't have as many foot soldiers. Well, both of those are going to be the Achilles tenant of your election. You can't run stealth campaigns. No one knows. No one can elect you. Okay, you've got to literally put your money where your mouth is. You've got to literally have enough money and enough foot soldiers. And you can, you can be very wise and careful with your money. Your foot soldiers can be very savvy, and their punch can be way beyond their weight. I get it. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, if you think you cannot have either of those and win, you're wrong. Not in today's yeah. society because it's too driven by the media
12: well and simply put people can become delegates that is still a powerful force that we have in utah that's easy enough that people can do you need to get to know the candidates um you need to vote wisely right but um yeah just getting involved and like you said the foot soldiers i think utah's really struggled with that as i've been involved and participated in rallies and invited to speak at various events, we have seen the numbers dwindle down from 5,000 or more down to 50. And we need people now more than ever.
1: You know what's tragic in Utah where people are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints predominantly? And if they're not members of that church, they're certainly family-oriented people that are members of other churches that have like-minded views for the most part. And you would think these people would take the Constitution seriously. You would think these people would take their liberties and their religious freedom more seriously than they do. They simply are not engaged. I think that's changing, and I'm grateful for that. That's what we got to push for. Uh, for example, we could have 50,000 people there and just blow the roof off, I think. Uh, and you know what? But We've got a lot of people attending. It's great, and a lot of vendors, and it's great. But we need a whole lot more, Elena.
12: Yes, we do. And really, I mean, when you take a look at Utah, we, we are so blessed to have this event because it's so close to home. People travel, they pay airfare and hotel and rental cars and food and tips and everything that it costs to go out. You have the event right here in your backyard and all you gotta do is drive. There is some money involved, but I will say, what is it worth? You're hearing from General Flynn. You're hearing from this man's wisdom from all of his life and do you put a price on that? I feel like these tickets, especially being so close to home, how do you say no? if people expect to be free they have to be educated education is the foundation to liberty because we don't know what we don't know we can't act on and so the we can act event is all about get gathering these people from all over the country to talk about what they're doing and what's happening and what's going on because then now people are armed with the information to be able to defend liberty and i don't like the word freedom fighter because i don't like the word fight but i do like the word defend freedom because that's what it's about right we need to defend liberty for us and for our neighbors that is our moral responsibility
1: and i get your point not wanting to use the word fighter i always use the term restoration instead of revolution for the same reason but we do need to remember that this is the war in heaven continued on earth okay this is the battle between satan and Christ. And we're in the middle and must choose whom we will serve. And so you know what, it is a war, it is a battle, it is a fight. The reason that we shy away from those words, ladies and gentlemen, is we want to peacefully restore the republic in the traditions of our founders. We want restoration, not revolution. Uh, So I get kind of the balance of both of those terms. It's kind of difficult uh, because it is the war in heaven continued on earth today. And the issue Mm -hmm. is the agency of man. And when I say men, I yes. mean women too, mankind, right? But uh, our agencies at the core of this battle. And uh, the WeCanAct.net conference put in capital letters, liberty to get $50 off each ticket. Get your tickets now, WeCanAct.net. Uh, but really the discussions all surround this core principle of agency, Elena.
12: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, as a member of the dominant faith of this state, I can say that I have been frustrated. I was blessed enough 18 months ago to know And it was a deja vu feeling. It was like I was trained for this time and it was all very familiar to me. And so I act on my conscience. I act with the ideas that come to me. I constantly live in prayer and I think anybody can do that. We're all here for a time, for a purpose, for this reason. And I will say, as frustrated as I am with the church's silence on the matter, or maybe even support of, I will say that sometimes the teacher is silent during the test. And are we being tested with what we know? We've been taught to defend the Constitution. We've been taught to stand with our neighbor. We've been taught to be, to have faith in Christ. And are we passing that test? Are we putting our trust in the arm of flesh? Because I will say, we can pray for a miracle. We can pray for our country. But unless we're willing to step out of our homes and do act action, nothing's going to happen because we are the miracle. We are God's hands in this day to do what he needs us to do. And we don't just get liberty handed on a silver platter. We got to fight for it. Okay, use the word fight. We got to defend it.
1: (laughs) And we got to remember this, too. Remember, you know what? While with thine adversary, agree with him quickly. We may see a scenario a little bit like that, too. How far can you go? Uh, If you were to give a communist nation their liberty tomorrow, they'd throw it away. Because they don't know better. Mm -hmm. So you've got to do a little bit of milk before meat sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to realize that we teach to the ideal, but we live in the real. And and somewhere in between, uh, we hope to gain ground. And you know what? The fight is God's. I just happen to be uh, a disciple in that effort. And we lead by following the Prince of Peace. Let's be very clear who we follow and what our agenda Mm -hmm. is. The Prince of Peace, I think, says it all. We want to truly protect life, liberty, and property and promote God, family, and country using the supreme law of the land. And we're going to do it peacefully because we follow the Prince of Peace. We need to make sure people really understand where we're coming from on this.
12: Yeah, because it's not an anti-mask or an anti-vaccine issue. Um, when we talk about it, it is a pro-choice issue. That's really what we're, what we're about. And um, I will say the free market only works when government stays out of it.
1: And And ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what the crisis of the day is. The crisis of the day will come and go. Every day there's a new crisis of the day. We need to realize the crisis of the day is not the discussion. The discussion is being true to principles that can weather any crisis of the day. What we're told is jettison the principles, deal with the crisis of the day, and then we'll return to the principles. That is a lie straight from the pit of hell. Don't accept it. Understand that the solution is the principles which can help us weather the crisis of the day. Keep things in proper order, God, family, and country. Elena Erickson, I know you're going to be speaking at the event, and your topic will be a surprise for everybody, but we've set the stage for people with you, and we look forward to seeing you on stage.
12: Yes, thank you so much, Sam.
1: There she goes, ladies and gentlemen. Elena Erickson doing a great job, ladies and gentlemen. She's taking action, that's for sure. She wants to defend America in the framework of the supreme law of the land, as do we. We WeCanAct.net, ladies and gentlemen, get your tickets today. Put in all caps, Liberty, 50 bucks off every ticket. I am Sam Bushman, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic of the United States of America.